welcome to the Fence End podcast. Uh, Simon, Fraser and Liam with you this week. How are we all? Hello. Yeah, good, thanks. Good. Yeah, <laughs> look, OK, right. Bristol Rovers, we beat them. Two red cards, one rescinded. Uh, Joey Barton's an ass. OK, stadium. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe we should do more than that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, there's yes. plenty to do, isn't there? Yeah, Let, well, we'll we'll get cracking with uh, with Bristol Rovers. As, as you said, 2-1, uh, uh, red card rescinded. Um, yeah, which is good. I think uh, right decision in the end. I think it was wrong to give the red card. I am surprised it's been rescinded because he was mm. over the ball. Like it, mm. he got the ball, um, but once it got rescinded, I thought not only is that funny because of uh, the wording of uh, a certain member of Bristol Rovers staff surrounding the tackle, but what would have been perfect is if their number six got a ban for the for the hit. <laughs> that would have been the, the best possible outcome. Um, I, I mean. It was bizarre, wasn't it? It's, um, the the automatic comparisons are with our former manager and he because of where they're from in the world and the fact that any loss that ever happens is not their fault. It can never be their fault. And when they say, I'm not going to blame the referee, they then spend two minutes blaming the referee. When they say, I'll take responsibility for that, but then, you know, <laughs> put, put someone it's else under the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and and it was just like I mean the string of it, the build up to to our first goal. Oh, the keeper miss hits it. Uh, well, let's address that one straight away. If our keepers miss hit miss hit that, then in the last three games he's miss hit seven, and several mm. of those have led to goals. Yeah. That is planned. And if his staff, his analysts, is that the right word? Yeah, yeah. Analysts. That's it. Uh, yes. If they were doing the right job. He would have known that. Or maybe mm. he did know it, and he's inept. They started yeah. off the better side, and with five minutes to go in the first half, Manning changed what he was doing, and it worked. And then the end of the first half, and most of the second half, Oxford were by far the better side. Rovers definitely were in the first half. But, you know, I, as far as I'm concerned, we deserve the three points. If they can't take their chances, that's really not our problem. It, it, we're due a win where Beadle's the, the reason for it. We took our chances, they didn't. We kept our discipline, they didn't. Um, how you can book Barton after 30 minutes and then he did not stop berating the officials, didn't get the second yellow. He had them in their pocket with their decision-making. Their first yellow... I, I mean, I, I've thought about this, would you believe? <laughs> their first yellow card... Was it incredibly soft? But I, I saw a Rovers fan say it's impossible for him to be time wasting. We were one nil down. No, it's not. You're not allowed to kick the ball away after it's done. It's harsh, but rules of the game. That's a booking. When you are on that booking, you pull out of that second challenge. Absolutely stupid decision. Oshin Smiths. I, I would say more stupid because it was the other way around um, to kick the ball away like that. When you've seen someone get booked for kicking the mm. ball away, don't do that, especially when you're on the fringes and you want the game. Stupid red card. Mills, uh, yeah, I've spoken about that challenge. Their six should have gone, but he didn't. And and I sw put that squarely at Joey Barton had the, the ref in his pocket. Um, and yeah, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Do, do I go on or do you want to? <laughs> Does anyone else have anything to say? Um, yeah. It wasn't an uneven pitch either. No. Oh, no. What is that all about? 
are crazy. It's a, it's a beautiful pitch. Yeah. yeah. And I've, I have many, we'll get onto this later, I have many criticisms of the Kassam Stadium. The pitch condition is not one of them. It's it's actually a very good pitch, <laughs> um, probably because it gets very well weathered from all sides. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, the one thing to get out of the way early, I mean, you did just talk about this, Liam, but the, the O'Sheen Smith sending was was just really annoying on yeah. on his so part. stupid what are you doing mm. and i mean both of them you know the first one was a kind of a shove on a rovers player who was about to take a free kick quickly is that right he you was know. trying i i didn't go to the I, I, um through illness watched luckily because it was 12 30 managed to watch it and i follow and they kind of replayed it and it was like he was trying to just get back goal side of the ball um and i thought yeah i thought the first yellow was was very soft New rules of the game say that you will get booked for that. The problem mm. is you do see people still getting away with it. Yeah, yeah. So it's inconsistency it's, again. Yeah. And then, um, um, yeah, yeah. The second one again is quite irritating. Stupid. What, what are you thinking? Um, yeah. And uh, you know, yeah, complete. I mean, that's that's something he can learn, isn't it? You know, that's if nothing else, that's something to learn from. That that was a bizarre thing to do. I thought the. Uh, the, the Mills one, um, when I first saw it, I saw that clip that went around on Twitter and I thought, I can't believe he's been sent off for that. I came more around to what you said, Liam, about what did you say he was over the ball and that sort of thing. And I thought, yeah, yeah, he does yeah. go over He wins the ball, but he does go over it. I think I've been so conditioned to not get red cards rescinded that I thought I must find a way for this to be a red or I'm going to go mad. Mm. So I guess I just agree with it. But then, lo and behold, that news came yesterday. It was amazing. <laughs> We've had a red card rescinded. Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, I saw a few people tag Mr. Barton in that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Did Chris Holt, he obviously um, doesn't doesn't know how that. to use Twitter. <laughs> I mean, let's get into that. That was amazing. Uh, I just... think the worst, the worst thing about stupid people is the stupid people that think they're clever people. Yeah, Dunning Kruger, isn't it? It's the Dunning Kruger effect. Where yeah. I, yeah, I am well aware I'm not the most intelligent person in the world, and so I don't try to be. But, it, but it's, that it's shows a level of intelligence that someone like Barton wouldn't have because he thinks you know. You've you've said there you're aware of your limitations, shall we say? Because yeah. you have enough I'm all right emotional intelligence. I, I know to a lot of useless stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's as far as I get. <laughs> But yeah, it, it 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 seems to see himself as some sort of philosopher that knows more about everything than than anyone else. And imagine being imagine like this is this is really low level uh, psychology. Imagine being a Bristol Rovers player who has dreamed to become a professional footballer. You are now in League One. What a great level to be! And he's slagging off someone to the wrong person for you know mm. not not being in the premiership as long what i don't know what his point is but if you're saying oh look how great my career is half the rover rover squad won't have the the career anywhere near what chris hogg had mm. it it, it yeah. blows my mind how simple that is if you're a rovers player wouldn't you go well no i haven't played for man city either does that mean i'm a, a failure and mm. and for the record that was when man city were awful yeah <laughs> yeah I just, I don't understand the capital that his employers, Bristol Rovers, put into him. Is it worth it? Is it just, is it worth it to have this Honestly, looking at his win percentage, surely not. Bear in mind, he's had a promotion, so that will have bolstered his his win percentage. 38%. Mm. It's not enough. 
I it's it's yeah. just not for, for, for the yeah. amount they've spent for, as well. Yeah, for the baggage he brings, you know, but I, I I don't understand it. And is is nonsense after the game. So I tell I had a bit of a, a weird day Saturday, but I was really busy while the game was on. And then I put the radio on when I was in my car briefly. It was just as we scored the second goal and I had to get out of my car. So I was long story, but I was busy doing a lot of things. Anyway, the next thing I saw was that we had won and I'd saw the reaction to his interview. And I thought, oh, maybe, you know, we weren't very good for the whole game. And because I was going on what he was saying, that they were much better. Why I was doing that, I don't <laughs> There's know. There's the first problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It wasn't even that, that they played better than us. It's that they are better than us. Yeah. Mm. I mean, what a foolish yeah. thing to say. And to be fair, not all of them, but a fair amount of Rovers fans were coming out on Twitter and saying, what are you, you know, what are you talking about? Maybe we should probably just get into the actual game a little bit. So... It's fair to say Rovers had, you know, I've watched the, the full thing back on iFollow. It's fair to say Rovers had the start of the game, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Our goal came from, you know, that, that was totally, I mean, we've been on the receiving end of that a lot. Sort of last Yeah, but season. it was good build up. And for the yeah, record, their defender fell over because yeah. Rodriguez sold him. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, absolutely. And that thing you said earlier, Liam, yeah, bang on. The thing about, you know, they had a load of chances. Well, put them in then. Yeah, but yeah. If you're not going to score them, what are we supposed to do? Usher them in for you? I mean, and, I and for the record, they had they had 15 shots to our 17 throughout yeah. the game. Well, um, seven on target to our six. They did have more possession. That is the one that they sort of pip us at. Everything else is fairly mm. even. Yeah, and you know, early in the second half, Oxford should really have killed the game. It felt like we did on 80 minutes. Um, oh man, <laughs> Murphy's miss. Oh God! Oh no! I can't. I can't imagine what that was like to see live. I think uh, I would. Oh. Not pleasant. No. I you thought of a team. Oh, is he been given given offside? So he's just put it into the stand. No. No, that isn't what's happened. And I thought the Mark Harris one four days earlier was was painful, but that was yeah. Um, but no, I mean it. You know, you think when Sam Long puts that header in, well, we'll pretty much see this out now. This is good. And then all hell breaks loose. And I've got to say, I think there is a foul on Mills in the build-up to their goal. But It defense... just takes a while to go down. Oh, and then mm. they just statues. My God, I can't imagine what it was like to be in the ground for the last four minutes or so. Oh, Honestly, the, none, of the, none of the game was that enjoyable to watch. Because, I think because we started on the back foot, um, because it was so tense. And then I think where we'd been ahead for... When did we score? 15 odd minutes, so 75 minutes plus added time. When we've been ahead for that amount of time, you don't forget that you're ahead, but it, it didn't really feel like a win at full time to me. It no. felt like we were quite blooded from a battle. Um, yeah. and, and credit to two Bristol Rovers for that. Um, I, I think, in truth, they're not far off it, but they're not going to win games if they carry on uh, playing as emotionally as they're playing. Mm. Yeah, and, that's, and that that, com- comes, that from comes from managers, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's you know, yeah. we've we've said this all along of the calmness that Manning exudes that reflects on the pitch now. Yeah, yeah. and and when you get the the offside goal is a great example because the the penalty shout, other than the fact no Bristol Rovers players appeal, other than the the one that's that's fallen over, um, it, it you can't really tell. You have to assume it isn't because you'd have, you know, players appealing for it. The offside goal, 
is so easy to see that it's offside. Yeah. From from telecam, it's easy to see that it's Absolutely offside. It so why say that in your interview afterwards? Mm. Oh, it's level or or well onside. Why say that? Because that shows that everything else you're about to say yeah. is made up as well. But he's... if you're his employer, surely that's embarrassing, if nothing well, else. That's in public. So. And what he's done on Twitter is in public. Yeah. How? Yeah. And it's it's got to be embarrassing. You're paying this man. And he's not only is he embarrassing you, he's not doing his job. He's not winning football matches. Yeah, no. yeah you can go, oh, that's one game lost. It's a fair whack of games lost now. We're, we're uh, a quarter of the way through the season and you are lower. You're at the bottom half of the table. Yeah. And it's, you know, again, we could we could put this on repeat every week, this part of the podcast, but I feel like it, it he deserves it. Um, the praise. This is Liam Manning, you know, the 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 like you say, the calmness he brings is so key to everything. And look, we will lose some games this season, right? It's not gonna it's not gonna deliver, you know, three nil wins every single week, but a general culture throughout the club and on the pitch, especially of calmness, of taking the rough with the smooth, you know, that's that's what he brings. And I, I think it's it's so much better to be to have someone like that at their helm um than the in the uh, someone like uh, someone like Mr. Barton. But yeah, that's enough of Joey Barton now. Let's not mention I, it again. I, <laughs> I, one thing I will add on to that in okay. as much as as soon as our goal went in, or as soon as sorry, as soon as Rovers scored. Instead of celebrating, Barton went straight to Manning to have a go at him and Manning just turned his back on him. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, if you want to illustrate the difference between two managers, and uh, and even if you lose the occasional game doing it Manning's way throughout the season, and thus far this season, you've seen mm. that sort of attitude. It, it, it that's how it goes. The calmness will prevail. You mentioned Manning. Then he's <laughs> now in terms of league matches, he's. 50% have been wins for Oxford United. Bear in mind the end of last season where he was in charge for, what, 10, 12 games? So we've won nine this season. 50% of the games in charge. Now, if if you take away how good this season has been and say we're going to win 50% of the games that are left and we'll carry on in that vein of form, um, let's say we draw the other quarter and then lose the, the final quarter. Um it puts us on 88 points at the end of the season. That's a massive drop in form from what we're currently doing. Mm. And it would leave us on 88 points with the points we've got already. That's not bad, is it? No. So I mean, two things on this, right? One is I put this in WhatsApp earlier, in our WhatsApp group earlier, but since he was appointed seven months ago, of the 92, 30 English clubs have sacked managers. That's one third. That's the state of current football management. The other point is that do you have any concerns at all that he's in the shop window or will be fairly soon? It That's one of those kind of like, there's a concern because maybe he goes somewhere else, but he's, it's only a concern because he's doing well. So we want him to continue doing well. Um, I think he sees, you'd hope he sees the you know the new stadium which we'll get onto very shortly but he he can see a club that's he's he's well supported yeah he he's he can see support from from the owners um a team that he's put together in one track again we've talked about transfer windows he's had one transfer window and he's put together a squad so far that that's second in the division um so you'd kind of think unless it's a really big club um, and I'm talking you 
top end championship, really, at a, at a minimum, he can see a, a chance here to build something. Um, and you'd hope that he'd stick with it and, and develop that. Um, because you go to you know a championship club, he'd be perhaps expected to immediately succeed. Um, like you say, 30 managers have already been booted since he came to us. So he's got a one in three chance of getting the sack in that space of time. So yeah, I, I, I'm happy that he's here. And I think I, he'll, he'll, he'll certainly see out the season. I can't see him disappearing that soon. Um, I think it's too much of a risk to leave now, if, yeah. if I'm honest, because of, because of how he left MK Don. So thanks. Thanks mm. for that. Um, but also, if you're in his in his shoes, who's going to be looking at him? It's going to be teams that have started the season badly. Wasn't that a bit of a mm. risk to yeah. to then go, oh, well, what if it's not as, as easy as it could be there and then I've got to start from scratch or whatever? I think he, he's got credit in the bank from his time at MK Dons. But wherever he goes next, we've seen this Mike, with Michael Appleton, wherever he goes next, he's got to succeed. And it, the the ones that would be hiring now are the ones who are struggling. So yeah. I reckon it's too much of a risk. And you, um, you mentioned Michael Appleton there. I think I don't think he would ever admit this, but I think if if he if he really thought about it, if he could go back and not leave to become assistant manager of Leicester City, mm. I think he probably wouldn't. I think he probably would have stayed. The path that his career went on after that. I think he'd probably take the option to to stick instead of twist this time. Who knows? Doesn't matter. It's a long time ago, and what's done is done. But it just shows, you know, it's it's not always about just getting higher up, you know, yeah. a league table. And like you say, Simon, if a manager can't see the potential that this football club has right now, you know, I don't know what better you're going to get. And and yeah. what's the thing? You go to a low end Premier League side, maybe, or a top end Championship, sacked after two months, and then you know no job and Carl Robinson's not back in a job yet is he it's not that easy to get back into one you know and and the current kind of um sort of buzz managers are sort of Spanish managers that have uh got a you know a, a bit about them and 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 come in I think they you know the Premier League and now the, there was a thing I read about you know did did Bournemouth realize quite how the guy that they got how he plays and it's it's almost like did they recruit right it's almost like oh everyone's getting like you know deserve at uh, at brighton's doing a fantastic job and and you know and it's is manning you know fitting the, the sort of premier league mold for for the type of manager they want to recruit i think like we say i, I don't think it's a, an issue that we need to worry about this season um and if he does well enough this season and gets us up then why would he leave you know, he's gonna. He can see progress that the club is making. Um, yeah, I, I think the equivalent you'd look at is is probably Darren Moore, and and not only did he leave from a bigger club, but that was a fallout between him and the board. Yeah. So, I think if, as you say, if you get if he gets us up, then I I can't imagine him going. No, no, and, and by that point you'd cope. We'll come on to stadium, but yeah, the stadium. Yeah. There's, you know, there, Grand there would have been and... various stages that by the end of this season that we'll have gone through, um, and, and and he'll hopefully see, you know, sunlit uplands, you know, which they 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 never um, fail to materialise, do they? Um, <laughs> we'll move quickly on. Uh, I'm aware of time. We'll move quickly on to the women getting a great result at home against Ipswich at the weekend. Um, 2-1 with a, a late winner. 
and um yeah that's a that's a important result there because it's kind of the season hasn't started particularly well Ipswich had only lost one game one all their others and to to get a, a result like that um you know Catherine and George the the the, the sort of uh, caretaker managers at the moment will be really pleased with that. Yeah, and the the goals were exceptional. Oh, mm. oh yeah. my word! Um, incredibly soft penalty for the Ipswich goal, um, or it seemed it on the on the highlights anyway. Um, but it, it, especially Ipswich, it, we said this so many times last season. Much bigger budget than Oxford have. Yeah. Um, and they're up there at the top of the table again, have been with Oxford the last few seasons. So coming to sort of crunch time last season, Oxford dropped points and and it was uh, it's kind of what cost them top spot. So to get that back is uh, is sort of credit to them and, and well done to, to everyone there. Hi, Kath. Yeah, and Hi, as Kath, Simon yeah. said, if you haven't seen the Kate Wiseman goal, Please go and watch it. Is it is a screamer, and this is a, such an inexplainable thing. But for some reason, it makes it better because it hits the bar on the way in. I yeah. don't know why I prefer <laughs> goals that do yeah. that, but because yeah. it, it makes a noise as well, and it just—I yeah. don't know why—it just adds something to it that makes it even better. It just yeah. sort of makes it look faster as well. I yeah, there's some, so yeah. much to it. Good sudden change of direction yeah, from yeah. yeah, either yeah, in off a post or in off the uh, yeah. underside of the crossbar. Yeah, absolutely, they look great. Great win and. Who knows if if the interim manager change that's just happened is to see what each person can offer. Maybe they've mm. they've applied for it, and what a great way to start as a as a caretaker mm. um, to to get a win like that against a team like that, and and seemingly from looking at the highlights, sort of deserving it. Yeah, yeah. So they play away at Cheltenham on Thursday. Um, just something that that made me smile. The name the name of the Cheltenham ground is. Katie Lane, which sounds like she should be a player rather than the actual stadium. But there, that just made me smile. Um, <laughs> it's the simple things, isn't it, it Simon? Is. It is. When you get to my age. Just, How long oh. have you been at home ill where you then look at anything like that? <laughs> player of the month, manager of the month. We'll quickly do that so we then have the rest of the pod to, to talk stadium. Um, so manager of the month, uh, nomination for um, Liam Manning. And and the you know winning the last one doesn't seem to have done him any harm you know because mm. it's the the curse of the manager of the month award. I think yeah. probably Mr. Messinio is going to get this one, but I would great to be nominated so. again. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, you know, and that game in November just is already exciting. Mm. Um, that's going to be a a right old ding dong. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's one of those that yeah that game's huge. Is what each team does in the next game, hmm. yeah, is um, is equally important. If the losing team goes on and goes on a bit of a bad run off the back of it, that says a lot. Or the winning team might sit back and you know, yeah. after the Lord Mayor show, all of that stuff. Um, yeah. It's it's a really, I think, good time of the season for it to happen once the league started to settle. And and I hadn't so, realised Pompey haven't lost since March. Um, so mm. yeah, Messina can't have got there much later than that, uh, or earlier than that. Sorry, so um, yeah, not not a bad not a bad job so far at all. <laughs> no, the only thing, one thing I'm I'm not sure. I know with the new TV deal, whether 
if that game might get moved for for TV coverage. I'm having a look now. Um, uh, well, it's and an it, international weekend. Right. So, so it's could, likely to be moved anyway. Anyway, fair enough. I was just looking and thinking, yeah, that there's there's no League One matches yet scheduled for, for Sky coverage. And the championship matches only go up to the 11th of November. And it's later than that, isn't it? The, the, the Pompey game. 18th, I think. I think. Yeah. So I guess I it, it might well have been a, a TV game if uh, if if it's not um, postponed for international call-ups. But I yeah, don't just yeah. say this as the son of two Scottish people, but the international breaks are getting on my nerves now. Right. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I say that. Scotland's <laughs> top of their Euros group. So, yeah. you know, but... <laughs> But it's really getting on my nerves. Get out. No, we're not stopping again. Just cancel the Euros. Mm. We're having a good season, right? <laughs> sorry, club versus country. There's no contest for me. No, absolutely. Um, and also, know, I on, might sorry. have this. I'm trying to work out if I have this wrong. Uh, the next international break will be the 18th of November. Now I do have it right. So sorry. Be, yeah. So like in all likelihood, then that game is going to be Re, replayed and uh, not replayed, postponed and played at a different date. But may well be a, a TV game when it is anyway. Replayed. Yeah, um, yeah, because it's it's got to be an attractive prospect. Mm. Uh, Portsmouth, obviously, with their recent good good past, but yeah, they are they sort of have this. Um, a lot of Pompey fans have this opinion that they are far bigger than Oxford United, and Oxford United will ever be. Mm. But they are the team we've played against the most. Yeah. So that sort of says we've been in or around the same same yeah. league. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. It does. It does indeed. Um player of the month award or player of the month nomination for, for Greg Lee, who has had quite a start to his Oxford United career. Yeah, yeah, considering the beginning of the month we lost the game and he got sent off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did score it's... though, didn't he? He did. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite a good turnaround though for for both Manning and and Lee, mm. and he fits in really well. So yeah. yeah, rightly up for for Player of the Month potentially, but I think um, I think it shows how far we've come mm. that he's he's not sweeping up Man of the Match time after time, and he's nominated for Player of the Month. No, stadium. So stadium. Uh, need to say hi, Tim. Um, yeah, hi, Tim. And, hi, Tim. Uh, hi, Tim. Yeah, stadium. stadium. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, well, that that just about wraps it up for. Uh, for oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So, what do we think? New stadium. It, it's very Plans pretty, the, isn't the, it? You know, it's it is, it is. A couple of things that I thought as soon as I saw the little video clip that that got released. A little bit earlier than I think they'd anticipated it being released. Somebody pressed the wrong button there. Um, from the inside, I thought it's obviously complete bowl, so enclosed, keeps the atmosphere in. Um, a nice, it seems to be a decent steep kind of uh, rake to the seating. So again, close to the pitch, enough yellow and blue in there. Um, all in all, I thought, you know, yeah, spectacular. Yeah, I'm. I'm not ashamed to say I welled up. Mm. Um, it's it's 2023, and we can talk about our emotions. Yeah. And if that happens, when I walk into that stadium that first time, I will cry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolute, absolute pride with it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I just echo what you're saying. Really, it it looks absolutely amazing. Um, I didn't think I could be more in favour, or you know, plugged into the idea of this stadium, but. I just found a whole other level when I saw all this stuff. I thought, 
God, I'm even I even more want this to happen now. Um, it just looks so good. Um, they've done such a good job on the designs. Um, you know, there wasn't really anything I was looking and thinking, oh, I wish it had this or that. The couple of things I thought had been pointed out by other people. I thought, oh, they're not like a, is there a scoreboard somewhere? I just hadn't noticed it in that kind of top mm. corner of one of those photos. Um, but yeah, very minimal things. Um, it looks like there's a, is there a hotel that kind of, where there are rooms that look into the pitch? I think Blackpool yeah. have a similar thing. Yeah. And they've become um, hospitality areas on match days. So yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, and I think there's this, until, you know, we saw this, there were a lot of kind of, well, I wouldn't mind it looking like, you know, Rotherham's ground. That's nice. I wouldn't mind this. I wouldn't mind. And you look at this and you go, there's there's nothing in there that you look at and go, oh, that looks like so-and-so's ground. Mm. It, it yeah. It's clearly unique. It's not a case of, well, let's take their ground and plonk it on the triangle and, and fettle it a bit. It, it, there's, it's ours. If now, one thing that the the club are, are currently doing is, you know, open for um, discussion. You know, that there, there, there are consultations now with fan groups and uh, and and everyone really can can go along to the exhibitions that they've got and make suggestions. It's, you know, this isn't a finished plan. This is a well. This is what we think it could look like. But if there's suggestions from fans about what they might want to suggest it, it, the, the club certainly aren't close to that they, they, you know so i think if there are things that people look at and go mm, what about this or that i think you know the club are open to that it, the, this is a process whereby the fans will have a chance to to put their their ideas across that could well be incorporated into uh you know the final design yeah, and yeah, if you have got anything like that, don't feel like you're being negative or you're you're criticizing. Mm. You know, I, I, it just some things that could be painfully obvious, to, painfully obvious to you, are not to other people. And and you know, you never know; it could be it could be taken on board. It's called a consultation. It's in the word mm. to consult. You know, they 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 want feedback. Um, and yeah, so if you notice anything like that, I I definitely say to to raise it. And you know, just a lot of the other things about it, like the the pictures they released, the um, that show the outside of it, the area around. I loved all the little things, like you know, it might not actually happen, but if it did, it would be great. The things like there are a load of flagpoles and lampposts that had our kind of branding draped draped over yeah. them, and I love things like that. I, I you see it at other grounds, you see it a lot actually, sort of in American sport as well. A lot of the area around the stadium is very branded of the of the club. I love that. Mm. I think it's great. It should be like our home, you know. Um, uh, I like that they've kind of done a uh, a tipping of the cap to to the the Manor Arch. Um, yeah, that idea there. Now that road is a big talking point, and I'm sure that's something that will get talked about. Um, that will the, the council will probably ask for more detail on. And I guess that will have to be figured out. It's the is that, is that, that that's the Oxford Road, isn't it? Uh, yes, yeah, where... it runs from the is it the Cutslow roundabout north yes. up to the sort of Sainsbury's roundabout, if you like. Yeah, so um, yeah, that's something I think will will get discussed heavily and and looked at, and and you know, maybe there'll be some alternative ideas. I don't know, um, but uh, yeah, it was. I mean, well, that, I, sorry, that was certainly something that um, on um, on Tuesday night there was a Stand United um, kind of Zoom meeting, if you like, that people could dip in and out of, and that was something apparently that was asked at that. 
about does that mean that there won't be a flight, you know, a, a walkway or, you know, a bridge, kind of walk bridge. There's probably a proper word for a walk bridge, foot footbridge. You know, is, does does that mean that that's how it's going to look? And it was like, no, this this is how it could look. We 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 may do road closures, but it might not. You know, it, it's still very much a as you say consultation period. So that kind of footbridge may happen. I don't know, they might find a way of widening the pavements um, from from Parkway up to the ground. So yeah, it, it's it's you're right. That was something that I think from from the release of of all this information so far was the kind of the maybe a sticking point or a, or a contentious point of okay you're going to close the roads but then plenty of other stadiums do that around the country um that you go to and for half an hour or so before and after games there's a road closure so i don't know i don't know what's going to what's going to happen with that part um but you know i'm sure there's alternative suggestions that can be put forward or might already have been been thought of um but yeah i mean i was going way beyond myself i was looking in the ground thinking where well, i wonder where they put away fans and things like that so yeah. I've, <laughs> I've gone far already <laughs> yeah no it is there's there's a uh, you know if if a a large structure like that can be beautiful it is you know there's a there's a real kind of uh, yeah an, an emotional an elegance to type. it isn't there? yeah a, a perfect word yeah yeah it, it it's it's not a blot on the on the landscape it's it it's it's something that that will open up an area that that currently is you know off limits to the public you can't get on that site it's not you know yeah it's a, it currently sort of just there and <laughs> there's nothing to it you know the the, the areas that the landscape areas around this that you know the public plazas that kind of thing just look stunning it, it really could be something really special i appreciate you know the 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 the, the visuals you know the sun shining and it's blue skies and <laughs> everyone's having a lovely time <laughs> and if it comes to a wet october you know Saturday afternoon and, and it, it might not look quite as stunning but I think there's 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 enough there that you look at and you go that could be something wonderful don't yeah. you think they should on the on the videos and stuff that they mm. put through they should have the um the match going on and have goals from the past you'd have Alfie Potter's goal yeah you have, <laughs> <laughs> Gary goal, you have Robbie Hall like all of those, even though they mm. weren't even scored <laughs> at, at the ground. Um, yeah. Yeah, at home. Um, going back to what you said, Fraser, anyone who is thinking of saying something, uh, obviously you said it wouldn't be a negative. I think the club would love to be mm. able to say, oh, someone suggested that. So we took this on board and we came up with this. Mm. If you are against the stadium, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, but um, if you are against the stadium and you think, I well, am. I won't ask it then <laughs> until the last possible minute and then that'll put them on the spot that'll reflect negatively on you. So yeah. you need to bring it up now as well. Anyone with any thoughts needs to mention this now yeah. so that when the planning does come in and questions are asked, the club have things to say. Yeah. Um, and if, you, if you've if you held something back going, well, here's a negative, then that will reflect badly on you because whoever's making the decision will say, well, you've had weeks to do this. Why are you doing it now? Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of the opposition to this to, well, a lot of the the people who oppose this stadium, um, the, their thing seems to be, well, you know, the club aren't giving us a chance to engage in in criticism or dialogue about it. 
Hello. Go to the Holiday Inn <laughs> now. Go now and and tell us what your your concerns are. You know, I mean, do it. You know, it's your well. You, go ahead. Who's stopping you? Who is stopping you doing this? You know, it's, well, because um, it's a little bit like people going popping up here, there, and everywhere on media, going, "I've been cancelled." Oh, I've been yeah. cancelled. And here's my book about how I've been cancelled, and <laughs> and uh, I'll be on uh, TV tomorrow and the day after talking about how I've been cancelled. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, no, there's plenty of opportunity for people to have their say, but, and that will be pointed out to you. Yeah, later yeah. down the line, if you don't go and speak now, it will be pointed out where you have had the chance. Yeah. yeah and you know this is this is going to go before well according to tim williams they're trying to get the planning application in by the end of this month um those were his words um i don't know if he if he really meant that but that's what he said on radio <laughs> oxford um so that's going to go before chairwell district planning mm. um officers who are going to you know scrutinize and analyze every bit of this i presume there'll be a big back and forward between them and the club there'll probably be a bit of yeah. an annoying period where we don't really hear very much mm. um annoying in the sense that yeah we want to want to hear yeah. stuff um but you know that's that's just the way this is going to work i'm afraid but you know it's it's, it's been I, i've said this on this before but i'm always in these two minds where i think this is going to take a while but mm. also this has to be done in about two and a half years from now so I, I, what you said there is, is is an important sort of point that yeah there will be times at which things go a little bit quiet and it goes to playing and and there is that back and forth and I think it, in the same way that you know keep calm and carry on with the football on the pitch and the way that's been done we've got you know if you if you go back it, it seems like a long time ago now it's probably eighteen months to the start of the process and say look where we've got to now. By, by keeping it process driven and engaging with the people that we need to engage with in councils and, and local communities and, and such. And we've got to a point now where we're seeing a you know, visualization of what this stadium could be like. And, and in, like you say, in a short period of time, we'll have a consultation, there'll be planning put forward. And it, we've got to that point by sticking to a process sticking to a calm measured approach from you know myself talking from an oxford point of view the club the the the, um, the supporters panel and all of the you know the fans getting involved and emailing and filling in surveys and doing all of that and we've we've got to this point by sticking to that process it's like right allow the club to do what they need to do trust what they're doing because we've got to this point so far with them doing it this way let's not go off piste and and start ranting at people that we don't need to worry about anymore um and like we say if if there's an option to consult great if there's an option to email people if you're you know if you're in Cherwell district council areas uh, and there's an opportunity for you to write to councillors that will be you know we'll we'll put that out there there will be a message to to fans to say this is where we need your engagement now um yeah. but i think it's a case of let the club do what they're doing they've got this far and it looks fantastic let's allow that process to to carry on yeah i think it, you you say it when when teams are announced and i, I had it near us at the weekend where donka came on and people are in it you're like, come on, come on. What does Manning have to do mm. before you go? Uh, he's probably right. Yeah. 
And it's yeah. the same with the stadium <laughs> stuff where you go, okay, well, they've got this, this far. And as I mentioned, the emotional side of things won't get you results a lot mm. of the time. You've yeah. got to be pragmatic. You've got to be sensible. And that's exactly what these people have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yes, it's a football stadium, but this is not a football match. This is not us having to cheer and and jeer and do everything. Yeah, no, it, it it's level headedness and and calm approach to doing all the things that we need to do to get through planning because that there must be so much technical stuff. You know, if you're building a house, I'm imagine I imagine it is hard enough. Building something like this has so many more boxes to to tick and, and and things to do and yeah trust the club are doing it the right way because we've got this far. I understand why you wouldn't because of the past, but but these yeah. guys seem to be doing it properly. Yeah, I think there's a there's a difference here, and and again we will you know the council will certainly be examining any license agreement you know the the the, the land license agreement um, the lease. The connection between stadium and club, everything like that, will will be hugely scrutinised because it's you know yeah you're absolutely right, Liam. It has happened before. We must be concerned that it doesn't happen again. And I think there's a, there's people with the right intentions here, you know, within the club, within the council, within the fan base to to ensure that that does get done correctly. It was interesting as well, listening to the, um, it was on Radio Oxford, they had the architect on there and it was, he was talking about um, that uh, this is, they'd also done the Brentford Stadium and that in comparison, this as a piece of land was quite generous in size um, compared to, to there. And we're talking, I think we're 1800 fewer seats than, than, uh, than Brentford. So, um, but it's yeah. Outside of the the stands and the pitch, it's what so um, hotel, gym, club, shop, restaurant, bar. They're all the sort mm. of thing you'd expect at a stadium. Then there's a part of the north end, I think, where Freezeway meets Oxford Road. It's kind of a green development. Um, there were some. What is it? Wicker? No, I said the yeah. Wicker at the start. Yeah. Oh, is it Wicker? Oh, it's, right? it's Willow. 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 Willow sorry, right. yeah. It's yeah. it's an homage to the the farm that's on there at right. the moment. Okay. It's Willow Farm. Okay. Mm. Right. Um, so yeah, the the area around it looks looks great as well. Like you say, Simon, the video is is done in on a very lovely summer's day, and um, <laughs> I know England's not always like that. Um, looking out the window right now, it will be warmer than the Kazam. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> very no true. It'll be colder. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, it's it's great, and and there were there were minimal negative comments as well. There, there were some. Um, a lot of it was just fans of other clubs saying, "Why don't they stay where they are?" Oh God! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, no, it's it's something to be excited for uh, for the future, uh, or excited by for the future. Sorry. Um, interesting. The uh, people were asking um, what the stadium might be called, and there's a thing on the side saying "Hotel Sign," so it's going to be the Hotel Sign <laughs> Stadium. Uh, I think it seems to be the, oh, the thing. I've, 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 Nothing will be. I, I'm going to genuinely say nothing will be my my Nestle oh, suggestion. I, which, I did, if I you've missed that. it, with the uh, with the fact it's it's meant to be eco friendly, I want it to be sponsored by Nestle. The road leading up to the car park to be called Quality Street, and the stadium to be called the Green Triangle. It, it, like if that doesn't happen, that's perfect. Yeah. Got And um, <laughs> yeah, I, I do like that actually. But I mean, in all seriousness, I think 
people might be a bit sad because it's going to be called something like the Oxford Community Stadium and it's going to be sponsored by someone and that will be yeah. the name. So it's probably not even worth trying to do a guess. And, you know, the stands can be, you know, perhaps... Historically um, named. Yeah. 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 But we, yeah, we can get to all that. Um, and I see they're going to go, I've just gotten really far ahead of myself. I can't help it. I can't. I need Paul Peros here to rein me back. But... <laughs> sorry, Paul. I'm sorry. Uh, before we actually finish the podcast, I'll quickly say that I um, I bumped into Liam Money just before the game the other day. What a thoroughly nice man he is! Mm. Exactly as he as he seems. Um, he said I had a snazzy coat, it, like really really nice, unassuming guy, um, oh, and sort of a a great um, representative of our club. So yeah. yeah, thanks for that, Liam. I'm sure you don't listen, <laughs> but if you do, <laughs> hi Liam. That's uh, how, that feels weird just saying hi, Liam. Hi, Liam. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he apparently doesn't like the limelight. So if he listens to this podcast, he will definitely turn it off because we praised him a lot. Yeah. Um, no, he seems he seems like, essentially, if he could just turn up, manage and go home, he would. Yeah. But he's got to do the media stuff. Of course, he's going to bump into fans outside the stadium. Yeah. And yeah, just a, a thoroughly nice man. That's nice. With a great, That's good with to a know. Great, great name. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Manning. Chavy name in Manning. It. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, thought, are there games of football coming up? Um, <laughs> um, not this weekend, one, no. It? Yeah, the Reading game would have been oh, this okay. coming weekend, but it's yeah. uh, not happening because of uh, the international break. Blackpool, who yeah, are Blackpool. inconsistent. Yes. Um, seems to be the way. Uh, they'll, they'll win a game you think would be... It really, oh, that's a challenging game, and they'll win it, and then they'll somehow lose the next one. A few draws in there. They're mm. sort of they're inconsistent and therefore mid-table. But I think with the size of the club, with the quality of the manager, probably you know none of them are easy games. This one goes along mm. with that. Yeah, I think you're right. It's uh, yeah, three wins in the last seven games, three wins, three defeats, and a draw. Um, oh yeah, you, yeah, you can't. Can't really make out what they're doing. It's uh, it's all a bit uh, chaotic, but uh, and a lot of the players we were going for, both clubs were going for. Mm. Um, yeah. So it, it will be interesting. They obviously got Joseph and we got Harris. Um, mm. but it seemed that both had Harris as the first choice and Joseph is the second. So yeah, it'll be interesting. It, it a real um a, a real tough game, I think. Yeah, we've signed yeah. some young striker from mm. Rangers as well, Cameron Cooper, who apparently yes. comes quite highly rated, very highly re re uh, regarded by the sounds of it. Um, already play, he's been around for a while, hasn't he? I think it, the announcement came after his 18th birthday, when you know when he could be announced, I guess. Um, and he's been training with the squad for a while and scored once, assisted twice in the under 19s win over Brentford on Saturday. So he's playing on the left wing but he seems to be a you know a goal scorer a sort of natural goal scorer and, and clearly someone they they think very highly of um and then well, he's been brought into the academy hasn't he yes yeah I, I i guess because that's where he will be playing you know he's going to be playing and whereas odonka now probably could well odonka's young enough to play still play academy games same as you know tyler you know but but then you you go no, they're they're first team squad players now. This guy, you kind of feel will will play a lot of academy games and and maybe get his chance. You know, if he's eighteen and good enough, you know, he's old enough. It's to to play in the first team. Um, he can do that, I think, because he he 
kind of joined the club as, an, as a free agent um, after being released from Rangers that, yeah, I think later in the season, no reason why we won't see him, I think. You know, maybe pizza box trophy games. Yeah, I was going to say thing. that's coming up early November, isn't it? Mm. Um, so be I should imagine he'll be at least on the bench. Yeah. And we'll see what, what happens there. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I think and something, you know, it's just, that's a Steve Kinnebra signing in a way. You know, I think he's... He, him, the job he had with the Scottish FA and the and the youth teams there has has been used to bring this guy in. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a, a looks like it could be one for the future, but maybe one for for the not so distant future. Maybe um, you've got to imagine as well that in in training the interest comes in and he's got to speak to Lunny and um, mm. and Ruth, Ruth and, yeah. And go, what What do you think? Or they would mm. get wind of it and go, go there. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's it's it's good to see those ties come together. Mm. Definitely. Before we finish, I must uh, apologise and say it properly. Hi, Tim. And sorry, I rushed <laughs> through it earlier, but I was so excited <laughs> about that statement. Now it's set in, I started to feel bad about it. So, hi, Tim. There's proper oh, yes. one. <laughs> hi, Tim. <laughs> um, right. We'll uh, we'll leave it there. Um, just as I, I'm, like uh, Fraser's not been 100. I've not been 100. I think Stevenage seemed to be like a, a bit of a super spreader event, uh, and I know quite a lot of people came back from that game and during the week not feeling 100. So uh, anyone who's not feeling 100, get well soon. Uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other, um, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.